Hello and welcome to this week's Mindset Monday, where I come and give you a boost of energy and motivation and meaning and maximization and mystification and magific magic magification magic magical motivation with Mitch Ping. So today is all about this this little aphorism, this little phrase that's what you run away from you run into. So what do I mean by that? And this this will relate. So my brother comes home and he makes a, a, a ton of loud noises and I want to run away. I'm like, oh, I want to move out. What am I doing here living with my family? This is stupid. I, I'm so distracted. This is so annoying and frustrating. I'm so unproductive. He changes my focus. Wow. I'm so angry and frustrated. I need to run away from here. I need to run away. Who's had that? I'm just going to close this. Who's had that before where you're living in an environment and you're like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Now, I'm not saying that, well, this is true every time because sometimes actually moving away from the environment can actually get you away from it. But most of the time, most of the time, what you run away from at home is what you're going to run into. Let's say you're growing up and your mum is yelling at you and she's a, she's a bitch and she's yelling at you and you're like, right, that's it. I'm moving out. You move out, you run away from your mom who yells at you and then you get in a relationship with a girl who yells at you. Now, granted, uh, most females do sometimes uh, decide to raise their, their voice at you. That is, uh, that's okay. That's everyone does that uh, eventually, but you, you know what I mean? Like with the trauma videos I was talking about last week is you're traumatized from your parents who were traumatized, right? And then you leave the family and then it's like that generational trauma, you pass it on to the next person. It's like, it's always with you. So it's like, if I run away from my brother, who's fucking incredibly loud and annoying, right? If I run away from him, as soon as I move out, or as soon as I go anywhere else, I, I run into the same thing, loud, annoying. Now, I thought I was going to save this little profound learning till the end, but what I realized, I, I did, did the work around, did, 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 did the work around it. Now, what does that mean? Did the work around it? Well, I asked myself quality questions because I was determined to figure out, okay, let me get to the root of the problem. Why is this so dark? and cloudy and and terrifying and it, it really arouses this sort of deep visceral fear inside of me where it's like well fuck do i want to know the answer to that what you want to find most is where you least want to look it's found in the filth the gold is found in the filth right so i had to ask myself questions okay well why Why do I perceive my brother is so loud and so annoying, right? He comes, he comes home and he, I mean, this is for entertainment purposes. He comes home and he squeals like a pig. And he, anyway, he's, he's very loud. Uh, so he comes, I'm like, why is this happening to me? Like, oh, and if you know me, I'm so sensitive to the loud noise like i can't go out to eat dinner at a loud like if my friends want me to go to a bar granted my friends will know me well enough that i don't do that anymore but if like 
I went out to a bar, loud noises, man. I just couldn't, I just can't. It's loud noises really trigger me. So it's like, why do I have this thing that's like this? That, you ever had that before? It's like, oh my God, this is like the one thing that I just don't fucking want. And it's happening to me because you're running away from it. You run away from things and then bang, you're here with it. Fuck, how does this happen to me again? Right? It's that thing where it's, uh, this is such a good example. Imagine you're, you're late, not even late. You're like right on time. And you're like, okay, I've got to go. I've got to. So you're driving to like an appointment or something. You're in the car and it's 15 minutes away. And you're in, get in the car and it's like, okay, I need every green light. I need a green light. I need a green light. I need a green light. I need to get there. I need to get there. I need to get there. I need. So you're running away from being late. And what usually ends up happening? Hey, you're usually, you get all the fucking red lights because you're like, it's that disconfirmation bias. I had a friend once at, well, a couple of, a couple that were, I was friends and there were a couple, right? Boy and, and girl and the girl was pregnant and the girl was saying, okay, I really want a boy. 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 They got a girl because she was thinking about, I want a boy. But when she's thinking, I want a boy, she's always thinking, I don't want a girl. I don't want a girl. I don't want a girl. And then bang, she gets a girl because what you run away from is what you run into. You need to be very careful with what you think. Because what you're seeing in, and, and what is triggering you, what the thing that's triggering you that you're trying to run away from is actually just teaching you. It's teaching you. And this video is all about your environment. So instead of running away, you need to face it. So what I did coming back to it is I asked myself questions like, why is, it, why is this happening to me? Oh, okay. How can I get around? I've got noise proof headphones. I can go for a walk. Oh, okay. What can I do? What can I do? And I asked myself, well, why is this happening? And I was like, okay, from what I know, from what I've learned from Michael Mojo, from Martini, is that you can only see something, perceive something in someone else if you have it inside you. You spot it, you got it, right? So it's, I have a firm belief that, okay. So I asked myself, well, where am I? Because I think he's being worse than me. Now, this is a clear sign. If you think someone's worse than you, then your chances are you're probably just as bad as them because you wouldn't be able to identify in them unless you had it internally in you. Your internal creates your external. What you externally see is in your internal. It's that projection. You spot it, you got it. It's the mirror. We're just looking into a mirror. I mean, I'm basically looking into a mirror now because I'm like looking at myself and that's who's this guy? We're just ranting and talking crazily on a Monday. What is he doing this? Is this motivating? What am I doing listening to this? Oh, I haven't had enough sleep. Oh. Okay. So I'm like, fuck, well, where am I loud and annoying? And I was like, Jesus Christ. And then I keep asking myself, where am I allowed? Where am I annoying? It's like, oh my God. And if anyone, I bet you guys are laughing now because you've realized, wow, Mitch is like the loudest, most annoying motherfucker on the planet. No shit, right? So once I realized, oh my God, okay, shit. And then I asked myself, what's, what's the, because I think it's a bad thing. I'm seeing him do it. I was like, that's bad. That's so annoying. Oh my God. So I asked myself, well, what's the, What's the benefit of it? What's the benefit of him doing it? What's the benefit of me doing it? And it's like, well, I get to just give you my energy. I get to release my energy. Something else too, I was, I was putting it down. I was putting it in a pit. I was looking down on it. I was like, being loud's bad. 
And what I realized when I wrote all these like benefits is such a release. And I, I what I perceive is what's happening is he, my brother goes out and geez, I, I hope he's not listening. Or if he's not, hello. He goes out all day and he's like suppressing it in whatever he's doing. I think he's studying or at work or something. He's suppressing it. He's holding it. And then he gets home and, it's blah, and it explodes. And that's kind of the same with me. When I don't talk to anyone, I, when I don't do anything and I get on here and I'm talking for the Mindset Motivational Monday, I'm fucking going crazy because I've bottled it all in. So I'm like, okay, well, am I bottling it in? Because if I'm perceiving it, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, wow, that's really bad. That's bad. I don't like that's in a pit. I'm better than that. I shouldn't be doing that. It's like, well, okay. I have a fir- another firm belief, which is similar to the other one, is there is no energy that is better than or worse than another energy. Everything you perceive in the world is just as good as it is bad. And it's just as good as the other thing that's good. And it's just as bad as the other thing is bad. That's, I have a firm belief. So emotions, human traits, values, fucking any action, any habit, like anything. It's just as good as it is bad. Don't pedestal any energy. Don't. And this is the, this is the Tao. This is the Chinese philosophy that I'm just so enthralled by. Anyway, that's another topic. So I'm putting the energy down. So if, if I perceive something's bad, if I think that being loud and being annoying is bad, what do you think I'm going to do? Do you think I'm going to express that all the time? No, I'm going to suppress it. It's going to be internalized. So what I'm doing this whole time, I'm actually doing exactly what he's doing. But except the, the balance is when he's expressing it, I'm suppressing it. When he goes out to work, out to uni, and he's suppressing it right now, I'm here expressing it. So there's always that balance of fucking like when someone's expressing it, someone's suppressing it. It's always when someone's loud, but someone else is quiet. There'll be over talkers. There'll be, there'll be over listeners, right? There's always these moving parts and mechanics in, in the family, in any sort of social dynamics at work. You'll find if someone at your workplace is like super fit and they love the gym, they're super healthy. There's probably someone that's super unfit and unhealthy and doesn't go to the gym and doesn't bring in, like there's someone that brings their food into work and there's someone that always goes out to, to buy their lunch. And you probably notice when the one person goes out and buys their lunch, the other fat person or heavy person, person dedicated to and, and high value on food, they've probably brought their lunch. It's very, it's fucking crazy when you pick up on this. It's really, really cool. So what I realized is, fuck, the reason I think it's so bad that he's expressing this loudness, because there's nothing wrong with that. Cool. Get it out, man. Cool. I mean, I'll do it. Sweet. Let it out. Have some fun. You know, if it makes you feel better, if it saves you from, you know, anxiety, depression, and makes you feel feel happy, puts a smile on your face, which it does. So, okay, cool. So why am I putting that down? So I realized, wow, I'm suppressing this. I'm internalizing it so much. It's inside. I'm not letting it out. So I was like, okay, well, how can I get it out? How can I get it out? And I was like, fuck, that's what I used to do at the gym. I used to go into the gym and scream and grunt and yell. I would like literally, I would get on the leg press or like I'd be squatting and I would have my headphones, noise canceling headphones blasting and I would just like, oh, 
starting to lose my voice. I would literally screl, screl, screaming and yelling is screlling. I would screl so loud. So what I did when I realized this, that it's like, wow, there's benefits to being loud. I'm fucking loud. There's benefits to him being loud. Wow, this cool, like, express, suppress thing. When he's loud, I'm quiet. When I'm loud, he's quiet. Wow, this is crazy, right? So I went to the gym afterwards, and I got my boxing gloves on. I started beating the fuck out of the back, and I was just... So instead of running away from being loud, I was was embracing it. I was facing it because it was triggering me. My environment was triggering me, but my environment was also teaching me. This is how we adapt. We adapt to our environment. And that's the whole premise of this this video. You know, if I title the video, oh, five tips to improve your environment. No one fucking cares. But if I say, oh my God, guys, what you run away from, you run into. And for the most part, we're in environments where we're trying to run away from things, although we, we, we live in the same environment. So here's some really cool things for, about your environment. What you allow is what you allow. So if you are in an environment and the environment is lowering your self-worth in some sort of way, your environment is a direct reflection of your internal environment. So I have an internal world and that projects out into the external world. So if I, and this is, this is me, right? I beat myself up internally and I lower myself might lower my self-worth internally and I say, wow, Mitch, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not handsome enough. You're not rich enough. You're not, uh, you're not business savvy enough. You're not strong enough. You're not wise enough. You're not loving enough. You're not caring enough. Like I, 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 you know, I feel like there's a lot of us in here where we're just like, if, if you would ever say any of the stuff you say to yourself, you would never, you would never say that to anyone else. But we say it to ourselves. It's like, fuck, why do, we, why do we treat ourselves like this? So obviously that, that happens to me sometimes. So I'm lowering my self-worth internally. So what do you think happens externally? I have things in my external environment, hence, you know, living with my family, which not there's nothing wrong with that at all. But if I'm beating myself up internally, I will project things out into my external environment. And then I will pick up and I'll nitpick Little things that I see in my external environment that lower my self-worth to match and correspond and confirm the things that I'm thinking inside. This is what, I mean, I'm sure you've fucking heard this, but the reticular activating system in the prefrontal cortex of the brain. Like, no one cares if there's, a you know, the fucking neuroscience, bro. Who cares? But, you know, when you buy, like, let's say you buy a red car, you go out on the road, you're driving around. And this was me, literally, I bought a red car. I was driving around. Every I saw all these other red cars. Or you actually, it started when I was like, oh, I, I kind of think I want a little red, uh, red car. I might get this red car. And then all of a sudden, all I see is red cars. Because you're running these unconscious processes in the background. It's like code. If you know computers, it's like code. It's an unconscious code this program that you're running in the background saying, I have low self-worth, I have low self-worth, I have low self-worth. Okay, where's something that lowers my self-worth? Oh my God, I've got this dodgy 
blanket as a curtain. Oh, Mitch, yeah, wow, you piece of shit. You're so, you can't even afford a curtain. But then I'm completely missing all these books that I've just dedicated to reading and challenging myself and learning and integrating and sharing. It's like we nitpick and we own it. It's a confirmation bias, a confirmation bias. Also, the other thing, this is fucking crazy. When you walk into your bedroom or your office or whatever, we'll use bedroom. Okay, I walk into my bedroom. I'm not actually seeing what my bedroom looks like right now. I'm not seeing it for how it actually is right now. I'm seeing my bedroom as all the other times I've seen my bedroom combined. Imagine if I walked, you know, when you walk into a new room and you're kind of like scanning, you're like, and you're kind of figuring out, okay, what's, what's going on here? What kind of room is this? What are the things around? What are the people that live in here? And you're scared, you're figuring it out. But what you're actually doing is comparing it to all the other things that you've ever seen before. How fucking insane is that? Your brain's literally scanning through every single fucking thing you've ever seen ever before, mostly rooms, right? Because you're in a house and you're like, okay, well, there's rooms in house. I'm about to walk into a new room. Okay, brain, load up all the other rooms I've ever seen before, categorize them, abstract them, generalize them. Okay, we've got family room, dining room, kitchen, laundry. Okay, walk into a new, oh, bang. What does this match to? What is this most similar thing to? Right, so that's a brand new room. But when we walk into the same room, like I walk into my bedroom, I'm not seeing my bedroom how it is. I'm seeing my bedroom how I have seen it all the other thousands of times, right? So if you're stuck in an environment and the environment is beating you up and it's frustrating you and it's, it's annoying you, it's giving you anxiety, it's giving you fear, it's, it's for a reason. The thing that's triggering you is teaching you. And it's like these, the environment has such a massive impact on you because it's fucking, it, it's difficult to change if you don't put any effort into it. It's like, it's never going to change if you don't put any effort into it. If you don't know the questions to ask, it's not going to get better because your brain is programmed to save energy. It's, it's lazy. Like I've saying before, two plus two, oh, it's four. Cool. Sit down, relax, have a nap. But if I said, what's 562 plus 689, you'd be like, uh, you'd be thinking, right? I mean, someone asked me that and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not even going to bother. Uh, <laughs> I'll use my calculator or something, whatever. Cool. So the way these all relate to, together and, and link together, if I'm in an environment that I'm not liking. It's not supporting my habits. It's not supporting my goals. It's not giving me inspiration. It's not giving me creativity. It's not giving me focus. You need to figure out, okay, well, what's the opposite of the thing that I want, right? So I want to create new habits of, of reading. I want to read more. Wow, Mitch, fucking original. You want to read? I want to read more. Okay, well, what do I don't want? I don't want to be distracted when I'm reading. Okay. Well, what am I, what am I distracted by in, in my environment? Can I, can I change that? What kind of environment would I want to, to, to read and not be distracted and, and to be focused? And it's like, okay, well, 
I can either use noise cancelling headphones. I can either be super focused and, and not distracted by any noises. I can go somewhere else or I could just wake up early before anyone's even awake and then get my reading done then. So you need to figure out, okay, well, what's the thing I'm running away from? And let me run fucking directly towards it and, and face that fear and, and take it down from the inside. You're like an inception guy where you're loading up into the dream and you're like, right, I'm fucking loading in. I'm going to face it. I'm going to ask myself some questions and be like, well, what's, what's the benefit of this? What's, what's this actually trying to teach me? Because I know if I'm in an environment and my partner is, you know, not doing something that I like, first of all, how have you created that? How have you created that? Because your internal environment is a direct reflection of your external environment. That's point number one. Point number two, what is it I'm trying to run away from? Because that is trying to, that's, that's what's trying to teach you something. And then the third thing is you, you need to realize if you don't activate your thinking brain, if you don't get off your ass and if you don't think, okay, two plus two is four. Oh, fuck. No, let me, let me think. Let me really check my answer. Let me think. If you don't activate and get into that thinking sort of active brain about your environment, it's going to stay exactly the same. So here's a super, here's what I'll leave you with a super practical tip for you to fucking excel in your environment to create new habits, to focus, to be more inspired, to be more creative. Okay, you ready? What's the environment that you want, that you need, that's going to thrive and cultivate you and, and really give you everything that you need? What is that environment? So for me, I, I said, you know, reading. <laughs> what, what's the environment for reading? Oh, super quiet, super quiet. Okay, then you ask this. So what's, what's this environment look like? Because you need to know what you're aiming for, what you're looking at. That's why every Monday I'm on you guys. Like, hey, what's your goal this week? Because if you're not setting a goal, you're fucking working towards someone else's goal. You're running on these unconscious processes. You're like a fucking zombie. So you need to set your aim. Otherwise, you'll just be dawdling around lost, right? You need to orient yourself to your highest purpose and highest meaning to steal the words of, of JP. So I bet you're hanging on the edge. Oh, Mitch, tell me, what is this? How do I excel in this environment? Okay, so figure out what's the environment actually look like. That's the first thing. And now look to your environment and say, where do I already have that? Where do I already have that? And what this is doing, this is programming your brain to see the things that you haven't seen ever before. This is going to change the way you see your environment and it's going to help you to expand the things that give you love, give you focus, give you inspiration, give you gratitude, give you creativity, give you focus, give you those new habits. Example, classic example. Hey, I want to lose, I want to lose some weight. The environment I need... Well, what environment would I need to lose weight? Think about it. Well, I, I might go to the gym. I might, you know, cook some food. Okay, well, let's let's go with the 
the food thing. What's the optimal environment for that? Do you have candy bars and snacks hidden all over the house? Okay. Well, where do you do most of your cooking? Where do you do most of your, oh, in the kitchen. Okay. Well, what, what's that environment look like? Because a lot of people think, oh, okay, my habit is lose weight. And then that's it. It's like, I'm just going to lose weight. No, you got to think about it deeper. You got to activate that thinking brain. Okay, well, what's the environment that I need in order to thrive, in order to just fucking be a machine, in order to just switch off and be zombie and just be like, okay, it's a salad again. Cool. Okay, it's sucker it's chips it's it's low calorie banana chips or broccoli fucking kale chips or whatever i mean i'd rather kill myself than eat kale chips but whatever floats your boat right i'm good with uh i'm good with ice cream for my bulk but who knows maybe things will change when i want to when i lose some weight or, or, or trim trim up cut up right so don't think about the habit. Think about the environment. Because if you get the environment right, like think about it. If there are two people that want to lose weight, and one of them's in a super inspirational environment and one of them's like in a fucking abusive relationship and they're living with their family and there's no food available and they like, you know, so inspirational or desperate. Who's got a high chance of success? They both have the same plan. They both have the same goal. One's in an environment of inspiration. One's in an environment of desperation. Who's going to win? It's simple. So back to the person who's like, okay, well, I want to want to lose weight. The environment is like, okay, what do you think? Do you want chocolate or do you want to surround by fresh and healthy fruits and vegetables and juices and lean proteins and healthy snacks and all that? It's fucking obvious. You want to be in an environment where you get rid of all your snacks and shit. And then that's it. So you ask yourself, okay, where do I already have that? And it's like, well, actually at the end of the week, I eat better because there's less shit in the house. Okay, well, how do we just expand on that? And then you start with what you know and let it grow. Start with what you know, let it grow. That's it. What environment do I need to thrive? Figure it out. What's it look like? Where do I already have that? How do I expand on that? If you have any questions, comments, feedback, let me know. Oh, Mike's watching. What's up, Mike? Only you could distract me from my psychology lecture with a psychology psychological lecture. <laughs> oh, I love you, Mike. Thanks for thanks for tuning in, Sarah. Thanks for tuning in. What's up? Anyone else? jumping on anyone else watching the replay comment hashtag team replay let me know your questions feedback comments about your environment and what's what are the what's the thing that you're trying to run away from and how are you running into it i want to know so that's it for today there's your mindset monday with mitch motivational magical maximizing masterful masterclass that i've manifested for you on the monday so get back to me comment fucking like it right stop if you're watching this right now just like it other people are going to see it's going to show up on the feed mark zuckerberg's going to like me more and we're all going to be happy and loving and doing more and being more and i'm going to see it and i'm going to be like wow that person's cool right so if you don't like it i want to know how cool you are so please like it please comment please 
Send me any questions. I uh, am doing the Q&A on Wednesday. And I hope all of you have a an awesome week. I mean, in Adelaide here, we've got the sun shining. I just went for a nice beach walk. That's probably why I have so much energy. So thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, just remember, what you run away from is usually what you run into. So don't run away. Face it. Ask yourself quality questions and uh, slay the fucking dragon.